1: What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get
0: a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis.
1: Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sesternino here with our Survivor exit interview for episode number five. And today we're going to be talking with Gio, who was the second person in a row voted out of the Coco tribe. So a lot to get to with Gio on the exit interview, and then a lot to get to with Jordan Kalish, who is going to be here to ask me some trivia questions that happened relating to This Week in Survivor History on our weekly edition of the This Week in Survivor History quiz. Of course, the Survivor know-it-alls is up for you to break down everything that happened in episode number five. Plus, I will have a chat with my great friend Ethan Zahn later on here today on Thursday, so be on the lookout for that not to mention our Survivor Feedback Show coming up on Friday. If you have questions that you would like to hear answered, we'll get into that and everything going on from Survivor social media in our Survivor Feedback Show as Asia Welch joins me Friday night live at 6 p.m. Eastern. You can catch all that when you subscribe to Rob as A Podcast at robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. We'll have video of this interview up as well on our YouTube channel if you want to see Gio and I talk all this through. I see that Gio is here on the line. Uh, let's go ahead and patch him in. Hey, Gio, what's going on? Good morning, Rob Sesternino. Um looking hey, forward Rob. to talking with you because, Gio, I feel like you have a lot to say.
2: <laughs> I mean... I mean, I wouldn't say all that. But yeah, I mean, I can, I can share my point of view and, and my, I guess my side of the story. <laughs> Looking
1: forward to it. Uh, Gio, of course, coming back from uh, your journey, uh, you came back, uh, you showed Carla what you had. You seemed like you felt pretty comfortable. How big of a shock was it for you to be voted out?
2: Um, I mean, I, me going into tribal, like you're always scared no matter what. You're always thinking that you especially me because I was always in the bottom from day one and I knew that I wasn't I mean I wasn't unaware that I was in the bottom but um I was trying my best to trust the people that I was working with and show them you know like you know hey you know what I know it's not me I didn't want to be paranoid and get voted out for being paranoid I didn't want to say too much and I didn't want to question people too much because again it happened last episode where somebody got par- uh, voted out for being for being paranoid so that I didn't want to show that side of me to ever, anyone. So I, at that point, I just had to trust the people that I was working with and not having even enough time to talk to people after my journey because I came back from that journey and it was, boom, time for me to go to, to tribal. So I, I just had to, like, sit there and try to be as comfortable as possible and, and show people that I wasn't scared. But I was I was scared. Yeah, If you're not scared on Survivor, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I was scared every single day. I mean... I came into the the competition as an alternate and I knew I was already gone. I didn't, I I felt like maybe I was going to be looked at as, you know, maybe you don't belong to you. Maybe you don't belong here because you weren't supposed to be here or, or in the first challenge I messed up and I was like, crap, now everybody's going to look at me like, you know, I'm the weakest person here. So I had all these little insecurities going on in my head. Yeah. And so I always knew I was in the bottom, no matter what, As, as confident as I tried to be. And as I came across on TV for Somehow, <laughs> I knew I was on the bottom. I was scared.
1: Okay, so you were on the bottom, but then Lindsay went home. So you were feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, maybe I'm not at the bottom now. But then you showed the knowledge is power to Carla. Do you feel like that showing the advantage to Carla changed anything? Or do you think that they were going to write your name anyway?
2: No, I knew there were, I mean, I was like, I knew that I was in the bottom, but... I've, I wanted to do everything I could to stay. Uh, me showing the advantage or not showing the advantage to her, I don't think it would have made any difference. Or I don't think that would have made her want to vote me out. Um, so me, with me, it was kind of like, let me just throw out throw something out there and see if somebody bites. Or let me just show her honesty and show her that, you know, like, hey, I'm loyal to you. Look at what I got. Work with me. Like, you know. Uh, maybe that would like help her or show her that, you know, like I'm, I, I want to be honest to you and I want to work with you. And maybe that would like help her be on my side. That's, that's how I processed it at that moment. It made sense for me to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: Gio, did you feel a betrayal then from Carla after you had showed her what you had gotten uh, when you risked your vote? And then she was one of the people that voted against you.
2: Definitely. Um, for me, there a lot of things don't get shown on survivor and carla and i had so many like beautiful moments talking about life and talking about how we're gonna we're gonna have a whole entire like brother and sister relationship after we get out of survivor and and she came up to me even once she was like you're lgbtq i'm lgbtq you're latino i'm latino we should work together and and make it all the way to the end imagine two two latinos at the end i'm like You know, that sounds cool. I I didn't want to go in with the mentality where, like, I just wanted to work with people because of their sexuality or their race. But, you know, like, I felt comfortable with her, you know? And so that's why, like, I felt like towards the end, I thought the episode was going to look more like a a backstab because that's how it felt for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I thought it was going to feel more like, you know, like, damn, like, she lied to me. Like, she said she was going to work with me Uh, because I had moments where I was like, you sure you're not working with them? And I had a moment where I even called her out because uh, I knew she went and told, she was telling Cassidy and Lindsay and them a whole bunch of information that I was sharing with her. And and I called her out, like, I know what you're doing. Like, I know you're not, I'm not, I'm not dumb, you know, like, I can see what's happening I know you want to work with them and you're working with me and I know you're playing the game. We're all trying to play the game, but I want to work with you. Like, listen to me. We're going to protect each other because I'm loyal and I wanted to work with her. And once I'm loyal with someone, I was going to stick with that person all the way to the end. Yeah. But I guess she felt like the other side was going to work better for her. And and she she did a good job playing the game. So Mm -hmm. she did what she had to do. And no, I don't hold anything against her.
1: Okay. Gio. I want to talk about Cassidy a little bit. How were how things with you and Cassidy, like at Coco?
2: Um, I mean, I think at first it was okay. Uh, we try to work together. Uh, we even had a conversation about working together, me, her, and Ryan. But um, because I was always in the bottom uh, from day one, I w- I was doing as much as I could to help around and bring coconuts to people and and chop yuca every day so we can eat something. Um, And I remember that I think everything kind of like started with me, with me looking at her from a different light when I was chopping the food uh, and uh, Cassidy had come up to me, looked at me and goes, oh, you should start like chopping it different so that way we can feel like we're eating something different today. And I was like, I looked up and I was like, did she really just say that after like I'm like cooking almost every day? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the only one cooking. We were, but you know, like it's draining having to go get food and then coming and sure and shopping and doing all this stuff when you were tired, you know? So under the sun. So I was I felt some type of way and I walked away from that situation because I didn't want to be mad. Because I could, you know, like. I guess I could be kind of sassy, like I was called on the show. So I had to walk away uh, and I spoke to Ryan and, and, and Carla and explained to them like, hey, you know what? I'm very frustrated because like, you know, this is happening. I feel like she just came in and she, and after like she told me that, she kind of like threw a tantrum about nobody listens to me here, you know, in the real world, men don't listen to women and this and that. And I was like, where is this coming from? I didn't do anything to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, So, so that, that was, that's what kind of happened. And after that, I didn't really trust her as much because I felt like she also didn't trust me as much either. So it was kind of like a both sides type of thing. And that's where, to me, that's where everything started. I don't know if she has a different view, or it started somewhere else, or maybe she said, I said something maybe that offended her, I don't know. But um, but that's how it started from my side, and after that, I couldn't trust her. Because even when she came up to me after that and said something, I would be like, I don't think she's telling the truth. So yeah.
1: yeah. At, at what point did the incident happen with uh, the, uh, can you uh, chop the food up differently? So uh, we feel like we're eating something different.
2: Um, Cause I didn't even I know that know, was a thing.
1: Know. I didn't even know you could chop up yeah, food differently so a to lot feel of different. Stuff
2: didn't get so yeah. that's the thing, though, like in, on the show, if you only show that part, the part where I'm giving her an attitude, then you're only going to think that, oh, why is Gio giving her an attitude for no reason? He's being mean, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I feel like if the whole entire story would have shown, it would have been better for everyone to understand what actually happened. But I think it happened probably, Jeez, I can I know Lindsay was still there. So it, it had to happen. I can't even, I can't really tell you when, but I would say maybe like fifth on the fifth day.
1: Okay. All right. being there. We saw in the episode last night, your very good friend in the game, Ryan, Told us that he threw the challenge. Did you know that that had happened, or did you just find out about it in the episode last night?
2: No. So um, Ryan had mentioned to me uh, before the challenge that he wanted to throw the challenge just to take Cassidy out, and I, I, I don't. We didn't really have a full-on conversation about that, but I remember feeling some type of way about that and saying, "Oh, I don't know if you want to do that because I'm at the bottom. I could be the one going home." You know, anything could happen on Survivor. So, uh, but that that was pretty much the end of the conversation. And then that happened, but he never brought it up again after that to me. Um, And I mean, I left not long after. So, but but, yeah, I didn't know he was throwing, I mean, I didn't know. Uh, After the challenge, I didn't know he threw the challenge.
1: Yeah. It seemed like you two had a really fun friendship on the show. Uh, What was it like uh, working so closely with Ryan?
2: It was amazing. He's like the brother that I didn't even know I had. So um, uh, he like pretty much seeing him on the show, he inspired me to do things that I would never do. Like, you know, I was climbing, a lot of people didn't see this, but I was climbing almost every single tree that I saw trying to find an idol so I can protect myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, when it, that was kind of because of him, because he was there. Uh, And and he was like, oh, I think he's up there. And I was like over here trying to push myself now. Okay, let me climb this tree watch. I can do this too. You're not the only one that's strong. So I started like climbing all the trees, flipping all the stones, looking for things or uh, looking for an advantage or looking for an idol in case it was me going home that day. So, but uh, he inspired me a lot, you know, and and I hope that, you know, someday we get to hang out again and and I would love to do things that he does in his world and maybe he can do things that I do in my (laughs) world.
1: Okay. We saw you uh, go on the boat ride to go and have the chance to risk your vote in the episode. Uh, not you, but everybody ended up risking your vote. Was that something that you and Jesse and Janine talked through about, hey, let, let's all risk it?
2: Yeah, so I, I had a plan. I, I was hoping that I can tell everybody that I was in the bottom.
3: Yeah, um, like Noel. Thinking that
2: I, yeah, thinking that I wasn't in the bottom. Uh, if, but... Um, uh, but, and maybe they can feel bad for me and say, "Hey, Gio, you take the advantage." But they all ended up risking their vote, and I was like, crap, Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna lose my vote. But I got right. really lucky to get to get the advantage, you know. But yeah,
1: were you surprised that everybody risked their vote?
2: Um, I mean, it's Survivor, and yeah. I know that I was playing the game uh, to the point where I didn't want to have any regrets. Going if I was to go home, I didn't want to have any regrets. And I can only imagine that everybody or a lot of people there had a lot the same mentality. And yeah. Janine had the same mentality. Uh, Jesse had the same mentality, too. So, I mean, I wasn't really surprised.
1: Gio, could you talk through a little bit of how the Lindsay vote came to be from your perspective? Because, okay, you're feeling like you're at the bottom for so much of the game. And then I guess they tell you, okay, it's going to be Lindsay.
2: So, we wanted it, or I wanted Cassidy to go. Um, And uh, then at the last minute, after we had planned that it was going to be Cassidy, uh, I know I remember Carla said, I don't care at this point if it's Cassidy or Carla or Lindsay, we can take either one of them out. And then at the last minute, right before going to Tribal, Cassidy, I mean, Carla had come up to um, to Ryan and said, hey, uh, can you tell Gio that we should vote out uh, uh, Lindsay, uh, Cassidy, No, Lindsay instead? Because, um, you know, like, I feel like you guys are deciding who should go home and, you know, like, like you guys, if you guys want me to want to work with me, then at least like let's vote out Lindsay this time around. And then I said, okay, so we can vote out, I guess, Lindsay this time around and we can, if, if, we, if something happens, we can go after Cassidy next. Uh, but I guess because we were scared of the shot in the dark and I know I was in the bottom and people were targeting me, Yeah, I said, okay, then we need to put at least one vote on, um, uh, no, Ryan has said, we need to put at least one vote on, on Cassidy. I said, okay, then I guess I'll put the vote on Cassidy. So that's how it kind of happened. I know on the show, it, it kind of looks like Gio didn't know what direction to go, and he ended up voting for the wrong person. Yeah. But that's how it went down. No, out.
1: we had thought that it could have been that you were, uh, just uh, in case she had played the shot in the dark. Um, how, oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> how, how did, uh, the, from your perspective, uh, how did Cassidy react to that you had written her name down?
2: Uh, she was kind of mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, was, I, was, I mean, people were putting my name down. I was expecting it. I wasn't mad about that, but that um, she was a little upset about that, um, and I can understand why. Because uh, before all of that had happened, we had a lot of conversations about her wanting to work with me and Ryan, and I was like, I don't think I should trust her because I don't. I think she's lying to us. I think she's working with with uh, with other people. Uh, so that trust was kind of like broken and. That pretty much solidified the fact that I didn't trust her at that point, Mm -hmm. you know. And and I mean, it it would have been me or Ryan putting a vote on her. It just happened that it was me, yeah. And then she came for me even harder after that. So
1: yeah. The other person at Coco that we haven't really talked about is James. What kind of relationship did you have with James in the game?
2: James, he was pretty cool. He was very easygoing. Um, So with uh, he was just there. He's like, hey, let's just take it easy. Let's just. I mean, that's his strategy at the end of the day. Listen, we all, everybody there, regardless of how different or how we didn't like people's, whatever they said, that was their strategy. And that was getting them through the game. They're they're there longer than I have. So for James, he was very easygoing. I'm, I'm just here to chill, you know, like just take it easy, let it happen. Um, it, that didn't really work with me because I was like, I'm not going to just let it happen. I have to do something. <laughs> I have yeah. to tell people, like, we should do something, you know?
1: okay last thing uh what was your reaction to cody coming to the camp on last week's episode um
2: uh, man that really sucked i was ugh. i was like why us like i didn't we need everything we could in our tribe because i was like we need food we need we need the, the fishing gear we need to stay strong so we won't lose uh so i was i felt some type of way i was like crap like, why is he here? Why is like, why are you, I saw my face too looking at me. I was looking at him like, why are you here? Um, but I didn't, I couldn't really express myself and show him that I was mad because I was like, I know as soon as we get to the merch, I need people to work with. Like I, you, you can't be pissing people off, you know, because you want people to like you and so you can work with people because I don't, I didn't know if Cassidy was going to be around and, and campaign against me. So I wanted to be on the goods with everybody.
1: Sure. Gio, uh, I know you got to run. It was very fun to get the chance to talk to you. Anything else you want to make sure people know?
2: Yeah, I just want to tell everyone out there, look, listen, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. uh, So just go easy on people when they're playing the game. You know, uh, we're characters on the show. Everybody did an amazing game. I don't hold anything against anyone. Uh, carline Cassidy, regardless, regardless of whatever disagreements I have with Cassidy, uh, she's playing her game and she lasted longer than I did, so she did something better than I did. So, you know, I respect everybody on the show. I respect everyone in production. Every, so, and I hope that I inspire someone out there that, you know, like, don't let your insecurities and your fears get in the way of your dreams. I didn't. I'm very shy, and I went for it. I'm, I'm you know, like, I have an accent, and I'm over here playing the game. And that used to be one of my insecurities. And and now I'm here doing an interview with you.
1: Yeah. All right, well, Gio, you did a great job. I, I said last night, you and Ryan for The Amazing Race. I, I don't know who we need to talk to, but I'd love to see it, okay?
2: Well, that was crazy. Yeah.
1: All right, Gio. Thank you so much. Take care, okay?
2: Thanks,
1: right. you too. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. Geo Bustamante here on the podcast. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around, uh, if you cut up food differently, is it different? At first I was like, no, that doesn't work. But I'm trying to think like, okay, well, maybe... You know, if you had a coconut, maybe you'd like chop it up really, really small. Maybe you do something different with it one day. Or maybe or now we're eating big pieces of the coconut. I don't know. Maybe there is something there. So uh, I, I have to give it, give it a try. Uh, I, I mean, would love to know from the... I don't really like to talk about food, but uh, would love to know uh, from the audience uh, whether it's like, okay, well, let's uh, instead of, you know, I'm going to make French fries or I'm going to have a baked potato. I guess it is different. So... All right, Cassidy's on to something. We're on to something, too, because we've got Jordan Kalish coming up in a minute to quiz me on some episode titles from Survivor Past. And that will be coming up right after
0: a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
3: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: All right, everybody, let's welcome in uh, the man who, well, first off, I could just stop right there, the man. He is also the man behind this week in Survivor history. Here he is. It's our guy, Jordan Kalish. Jordan, how are you? Uh, Start
4: spreading the news. All right, just uh, like that are twishing today. Yeah.
1: That, uh, Jordan is all pumped up. Uh, we're actually recording this on Tuesday night. The Yankees have just won there. Yankees could be down, um, Oh one headed to Oh two. By the time you people are hearing you this. Know,
4: you never know where we're, we're going to be tired going into this first game here, but, uh, I, I am pumped up about the Yankees just beat the, the Cleveland guardians and we're going to the ALCS. So very excited. Probably, uh, might, might be missing my own, my own viewing party, Rob. Uh, so that, that's, uh, Something I don't like to do, but I think I have to this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Jordan, uh, very excited to talk about Survivor once again. Everybody is dying to know what's going on in the third week of October in Survivor history.
4: There's there's so much going up, Ron. Up, up, Ron. Hey, there, hey, did I just call you Ron? <laughs> I did. Yeah. What, uh, what are, there you, is are you so Bob Costas? Much- I said, yeah, yeah. The uh, you know, there there hasn't been a uh, season of Survivor that's aired within the last two years, actually. Um, No, there. uh, Let's see what is going on in this week in Survivor history. It's a big one, and I have a couple um, a a new game that I don't think we've ever played this before. I usually don't like to look at the titles of the episodes because usually the titles of the episodes are just random. I don't like to quiz you on them. They just sort of can be generic. But I have a couple. I was looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this week I was like, "Screw it, let's do it," because I was looking through some of the uh, the episodes in this this week in Survivor history, and I noticed that there's a lot of episodes that are that are have pretty, I wouldn't say iconic titles. Okay, but if you think about it, uh, if you think about it hard, if you think about who said these things, it's sort of like a quotes game. Um, uh, of you're gonna have to guess what season um, these titles are from. I'm mean, gonna redo the episode title. You're gonna tell me the season. For some of them, you're gonna also have to tell me. Who said it uh, for some of them? there are not actually quotes from the season. So for those, you don't have to do it. If you can tell me who said it, you get a bonus point. Um, if you can tell me the season, you get one point, uh, which means that uh, I think we'll figure out afterwards um, if you're <laughs> if you're going to win or lose based on how many points you have at the end. I think that's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. There was some, some controversy last week with um, your first loss of the season, I believe, even though it was a pretty good performance. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. All right. I guess it hit me. Here we go. Okay. So this is, uh, this is, this one is not a quote. This is, uh, just the title of the episode. It is called Crocs, Cowboys and City Slickers. What episode, what, what season of Survivors is from Crocs, Cowboys and City Slickers. So I'm tempted to
1: say Australia, but, uh, were there City Slickers in Australia? I don't really think so. And I guess the other one um with Crocs and Cowboys and City slickers I feel like might be Guatemala um I feel like if I had to guess and, and do I get a multiple choice after this
4: Uh there's there's no Is multiple choice one either, and done okay right or, right all, right right right. Yes. all right Uh I'll I'll say uh Guatemala So Survivor Guatemala is a season I like to go to. The other one that you were saying was uh, Survivor, the Australian Outback, which actually cannot have had an episode this week in Survivor history. So you were correct with Crocs, Cowboys, and City Slickers. Uh, This goes back to the scene where uh, Brian Corden's talking about how he doesn't necessarily relate all that well uh, uh, to the people on his tribe. And of course, the Crocs refer to the crocodiles uh, Not the shoes being worn. Yeah. No, they were not wearing Crocs back in, uh, I believe, 2005. So you mm-hmm. start off with a point. Good job. Yeah. Since this wasn't a quote, there's no bo- uh, bonus point you can yes. get here. All of these um, are going to be from this week in Survivor history. Uh, these are all uh, from seasons that they're all from odd number seasons. I sometimes cheat a little bit with the dates, but they're all going to be from odd number seasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, this the next fall one is, in Survivor history. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's within, if it's not this week, it's within a week. Okay. Some of them I had to have because some titles are so dumb that I couldn't use them for the game. Uh, The next one is don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. And here's the thing here. If you do get the season wrong, you can still get a point because I will tell you the correct answer after the season. This one is a quote. Um, if you get the season wrong, I'll tell you what season it is. And then if you want to try to guess the person for a point, you can still do that. Um, I feel like this is
1: such a generic, uh, one that I I could see so many different people saying this. I, I, I do feel like that. I feel like it's a more recent one. So I'm going to say, how about, um survivor
4: second chances survivor second chances is incorrect but you were right that it is from a recent season pretty recent uh survivor 39 island mm-hmm. of the idols who and, and it's a quote who who uh coined uh the name of the season
1: the name of the episode. Um, the name of the episode, yes. Correct. Okay.
4: Don't bite the hands of the feeds
1: you. It's probably Jeff
4: Probst who coined the name of the season. <laughs> probably.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to say, uh, okay, we're a couple episodes in. Who's the person that is in, uh, that would be saying something like this? I'm going to say uh, it was
4: Missy. Missy Bird is correct so you get one point. I thought that was a pretty mem- memorable uh Missy quote as far as uh Missy Birds quote. Yeah. quote uh, Missy Bird quotes go on that season. So mm-hmm. uh you are correct. You have two points and we are going to go to uh the next question. Okay. This one is called the the episode is called Free Agent.
1: Free Agent. Okay. I'm going to say that this was from Survivor South Pacific.
4: Survivor South Pacific. Uh, free agent could also uh, be referring to uh, Aaron some, Judge. Of the, some of the activity that uh, Aaron Judge next season. A lot of the uh, things that the Mets did in the offseason. Uh, but yes, uh, free agent is correct. You get a point. And uh, who, who said free agent in the episode? I believe it was Ozzy. Yes, Ozzy was not happy, and uh, after I believe it was uh, Elise who got voted out, mm-hmm. uh, he came back and declared himself a free agent. You see why I use I use these specific episodes? They make sense. Like, like there's some logic to them. You could you could figure it out based based on uh, based on remembering what happened in the season. So you for are sure. four for five. Good job so far. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to the next one. He's a snake, but he's my snake. <sighs> he's a snake but he's my snake.
1: <sighs> I don't know uh this one off the top of my head. Um I'll say Survivor
4: Pearl Islands. Survivor Pearl Islands. I can tell you that the <laughs> that the episode from Survivor Pearl Islands this week was called Me and My Snake, which mm-hmm. was too easy. Mm-hmm. So you're incorrect. The the answer is Survivor Gabon, but you could still get a bonus point. Uh who said this on Survivor Gabon? Um, Crystal Crystal, good guess she had a lot of uh, memorable quotes from that season but it was actually Sugar uh, talking about Ace, so mm-hmm. that is incorrect, you don't get any points there so we're going to go to the next one and it is called Tide. this is not something that was said by a contestant this is just something you would have to remember on the season and I will say it, it makes sense when you when uh, you get the answer or don't get the answer you'll know why the episode was called Tide. Hogtied. Okay. Um, and again, it's just uh, odd number seasons. Yeah. Um,
1: who is somebody who is hogtied? I don't know. I'm going to say
4: Survivor Vanuatu. Survivor Vanuatu did have a challenge in which there were hogs. There were little pigs that they had to tie right. up. And that is why the episode was called hog tied. So you get the point. Oh. Uh, you get you have five there. Good job. Um, we have three more of these and this one is a quote. So you could get a bonus point on this one. Okay. The episode is called that's love, baby. It makes you strong.
1: That's love,
4: baby. It makes you strong.
1: It makes you strong. Okay, I feel like uh I can hear this in my head and I feel like it's from the I wanna say the middle seasons. I think
4: um I'm gonna say that I think. I say Survivor China. Survivor China is correct. And who said it? I believe James Clement said it. So you have bitten the apple, Rob, another one of his famous lines. That is correct. You get the bonus point. So you have a total of that seven points. Good. That pretty was Pretty good, Paul. That was a good one, yeah. And, and I think, again, pretty memorable quote. Not like a, you know, if you were naming the, the top... 50 quotes in Survivor History. You're probably not coming out with up no. with that. But this, that's why this is Might uh, be a, good list, so. a tough quiz. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it would, it would be. Um, maybe something for, uh, for for the future there. Uh so yeah, this was uh this this was James after um, he got, I believe it was the second of his two idols. And uh he he and Todd had, had a uh, had a big hug, which kind of almost injured Todd because of the size difference. And uh James said, That's love, baby. It makes you strong. Um so the next one we have is The Past Will Eat You Alive. The Past Will Eat You Alive. Yes. They say that about this week in Survivor History.
1: Yes. uh, Many times it does. I have no idea uh, what episode title. This is an episode title. This is Um, a title and it was
4: said by a contestant. The Past Will Eat You Alive.
1: I would say like a ghost island, but that's not a odd numbered season. So the past will eat you alive. Um I'll say Survivor. I'm trying to think if there's uh I will say Survivor
4: Philippines. Philippines is incorrect. Mm-hmm. It is actually survivor heroes versus healers versus hustlers. Knowing that information, you could still get a point by giving me the contestant. I'll say it was Ben. Ben did win the season yep. and he did say the past will eat you alive. And this okay. was uh, actually in reference to his uh, struggle with PTSD when the fire uh, at Makes camp sense. was uh, crackling. Uh, so you do get one point uh, for for that one and we go to our final question this one i think you're going to get so last one i did these alphabetically actually time to bring about the charm the charm apocalypse
1: <sighs> who said that um that is uh i that is that is a good quote who is going to bring about the charm apocalypse uh did Doctor Christian Hubicky say it?
4: Um, I will say I will give you. Two I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll say, I will say well, yeah. David
1: versus Goliath.
4: <laughs> yes, yes. So it was David versus Goliath, and that was a Doctor Christian Hubicky quote. Um, so you have uh, ten total out of a possible thirteen. I would say you're on a you're on a winning track so far. I have one more thing in which you can you can earn points on. So we have our uh, we have our six people um, that that uh, gave us quotes for this game. We had Missy. Ozzy, Sugar, James Clement, Ben Dreebergen, Christian Ubicki. I need you to rank these six people based on their survivor placement. And for any of these people that played more than once, to make it harder, because if not, this would be way too easy, you need to use their worst placement ever on Survivor. So Missy's only played once. Ozzy's played more than once. uh, Sugar's played uh, more than once. James has played more than once. Ben has played more than once. Christian's only once. All right. Missy, James, Ozzy, Christian,
1: Ben, and 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 sugar.
4: Yeah. Missy, Ozzy, sugar, James, Ben, Christian. Okay. Well, sugar's the
1: first boot. So we so we know um that that's gonna be our worst. Um James uh has a very low uh finish in uh Same season as Sugar, where he is, like, um, 13th place. And then Misty's going to make the merge. Ozzy, I think, makes the merge every single time. Uh, Did he do worse than 13th place? No, I can't imagine he did, even in Survivor um, Game Changers, which I think is going to be his worst. So I'm going to say... Sugar, I'm going from worst to best.
4: Yeah, sure. You could go either way. Just <laughs> specify it before you uh, before you lock sugar,
1: it in. James. I'm going to say Ozzy. Then Missy is going to be um, probably what tenth place or something like that, um, yeah, eighth or ninth place. So I'm going to say Missy. Christian, Ben. Okay? So that's from worst to best. Sugar, James, Ozzy, Missy,
4: Christian, Ben. And you're locking it in. Lock it in. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you how many you have in the wrong placement. Okay. On the first game, you got 10 out of 13. Mm -hmm. On this game, you have... Zero wrong. You have won the game this week. I'm going to give you a total of four points for that. So you finish with a total of uh, 17 out of 20. That's a win in my book, baby. Uh, You are going to the championship. Congratulations. That's right. So it's a winning week. It is finally back on back on the train, Rob. We're 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 off the schneid. Uh, Mm -hmm. You are going to um, the the uh, you're going to the dog bar. With all your friends. Good <laughs> job. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I have one more thing for you. Since you won, you get to do a verbal rebus. Round. Yes. congratulations. Okay. All right. So here we have Sandra's starting tribe on game changers. <sighs> okay. Plus Tony is not a construction worker. He's really a blank. Okay. Plus the first 20 to ever become a first one out. Okay minus the letter that is both the first and second letter of season 43's third boot's name. That is it. This is a shorter one today. Okay. Season Season 43. Yeah. Season 43, third boot. You have to think of the, the person's first okay. name. And there is a letter that is both the first and second letter of their name. Okay. So what do we got? What's, what's Sandra's starting tribe on Game Changers? I have no
1: idea. Um... Let's, Mana, Manu, um, uh,
4: Manu. I'll give you Mana. <laughs> is it, uh, Tony is Ma- not a construction okay. worker. What's this is, is real Ma- Monica
1: Padilla. Is that what
4: you did it here? Is- It is Monica Padilla. Mana is uh, Sandra's starting traveling Game Changers. Tony is not really a construction worker. He's really a cop. The first 20 to become a first one out, that is Nadia, minus the letter that is in both the first and second letter of of season 43's third boots name. That is NECA. I have to give you credit.
1: You did this in less than 19 clues. So, uh, job well done. This is a
4: quick one. I knew we had two games today. I knew this this game might take a little bit longer. So, we had a shorter verbal rebus. People were clamoring after I left it out last week. So, Mm -hmm. Monica Padilla is the correct answer. Um, Good job, Rob. Good job on the quiz. You're a winner. You got the rebus. We did it. Everything is looking up for you today.
1: Everything's looking up for me today. It's my lucky day. All right, Jordan, thank you once again. Where can
4: people keep up with you? Uh, at Jordan Kalis on Twitter. I've been a little feisty lately with the, uh, with, with, with the MLB yeah, playoffs, yeah, but you can follow me on Twitter. You're getting October more Yankee Jordan. takes than survi- yep. Yeah. You're getting more Yankee takes and survivor takes. Hopefully I'm not clam- uh, clamoring for anybody's job within the next coming, coming week or so. Uh, that could always happen. Um, Hey, and, you were right. Uh, yeah, Joe specifically- Girardi is a bum that doesn't know how to manage. Look at the Phillies now. Right. I know. I know. He, he's gone and the, the Phillies are doing great. Uh, he's at, off the Yankees and we're going to the ALCS for the second time in a couple of years. So um, looking good. Looking All right.
1: good. All right.
4: Jordan, thank you so much. Take care, buddy. Bye. You too. Bye.
1: All right, everybody. Uh, there you have it. Jordan Kalish probably not riding as high on Thursday as he was on Tuesday night, but that is uh, such his life uh, as a sports fan. Anyway, we uh, really appreciate Jordan coming through. Uh, Gio and Jordan here today on the Exit Interview Podcast. Of course, uh, be back with Ethan Zahn later on in a feedback show with Asia Welch. Got to talk with her and Mary Kwiatkowski about the first episode of Love is Blind. We've got another fun podcast that I'm working on for you coming up this Friday. We're having a birthday party, not for me. Abby Maria, it's her birthday on Friday, and we're going to uh, check in with Abby Maria on her birthday, talking about Survivor, she wants to talk about the mole, she's part of a contest that's going on as well, she was at the Real Love Boat premiere, so lots of stuff to talk about with Abby Maria. That's going to be coming up Friday on Rob as a Podcast, of course. Make sure you don't miss any of it when you're subscribed. Rob has a website.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.